You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. It is a great day, uh, January being uh, a time when we, we give a lot of in- attention and emphasis to life issues. We certainly do that throughout the year as well, but January is, is a time when we uh, really give a lot of emphasis to that throughout the entire month. And joining us today, Stephanie Hovland, educator, speaker, and member of the Lutherans for Life National Board of Directors, also author of uh, Tips for Instilling Life Values in Children in the winter issue of Life Date from Lutherans for Life. It's a, a great periodical uh, that comes out from Lutherans for Life. You can find it online or get on their mailing list and, and get a copy of that as well. Stephanie is joining us by phone today. Stephanie, thanks so much for being my guest on the Coffee Hour. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. So, Stephanie, you're an educator, a speaker, uh, also on the uh, board of directors for the, the National Board of Directors for Lutherans for Life. Tell us a little bit about your background as an educator and some of the things that you speak about today as well. Okay. Um, I've been teaching in um, Lutheran schools in a few different states over the years. My husband's a pastor, so we've moved around a little bit. Um, Between subbing and then teaching full-time, I've taught kindergarten through eighth grade. I currently teach part-time in Portage, Wisconsin, and I do library for the whole school and teach a couple other subjects, so that's really fun. I love connecting kids with books. Um, I have done some life things over the years a little bit, but I really got uh, more into Lutherans for Life about nine years ago when somebody asked me to be on the National Board of Directors. And um, I, I wasn't sure at first if that was the way to go, but as I've grown into it, I found it very rewarding, and I've really dug into those life issues and become more and more involved. So it's been a great experience. Well, very good. Uh, it, it, it sounds like you have, uh, as an educator, not only served as an educator, but also learned a lot along the way as an educator, too. And uh, some of those things that you've learned, you share with us in the, the winter issue of Life Date and those tips for instilling life values in children. Let's dig into those. Let's start with some of the youngest and how we can instill life values in children. Let's start with some of the, the toddlers when they're they're learning and, and still kind of crawling and, and uh, really probably just starting to get on the, uh, the, the the cusp of what is autonomy and wanting to be a little bit autonom- autonomous, wanting to do some things on their own. What are some tips for us in instilling life values in, in toddlers? Well, with toddlers, I know that I've noticed with uh, my own kids who are now grown um, that they not only love to chew on books, but they actually <laughs> enjoy the stories. Mm-hmm. So um, I always kind of go to books first, but I love sharing books with kids and not just reading the stories, but pointing to the pictures. So toddlers, you know, they're not going to understand the words as much. They do get the tone of it and they get the the idea that you're coming across, but they look at those pictures. And so one thing you can do with toddlers is point out in the pictures, have them notice what's in the pictures. And things that you can point out is, um, you know, see all the people. How are they all different? And we notice different ages. We notice babies, we notice uh, different skin colors, we notice people doing different things. And so you should point out all those differences and then say something like, um, let's, let's point to all the people that God loves. And you start pointing at all the people. And it, it's just a way to build a foundation of them realizing that God loves all people of all ages, all sizes, all skin colors, genders, um, whatever we're doing, God loves us. And so it's a good way to establish that. And then when they do start playing with babies and playing house and things like that, they have that natural sense of caring and nurturing. And so you just play on that, you know, take care of the babies. I used to play with my girls. I'd play that I got hurt and they took care of me. And that's 
helping them understand that we take care of people when they're well and when they're sick, when they're different ages. Hmm. I, I love that, uh, just pointing, who, who does God love and pointing to each person. God loves all of those people in Jesus. Thanks be to God. All right, anything else about toddlers before we go on to uh, preschool and kindergarten, which is the, the age that I'm uh, learning most about right now with a, a kindergartner this year? Anything else about toddlers? Um, the only other thing I would say is when they start asking the why questions, why this, why that, um, we realize that they're not thinking too deeply at that point. And um, sometimes just asking them, well, what do you think? It will give you an idea of what they're actually asking. So if they ask you where babies come from, for example, um, they may not want all the details at that age. So if you ask them what they think, um, you can get kind of an idea of where to go with them and just enough to satisfy their curiosity until they're older and you can give them some more details on what they're actually asking. Yeah, that has been a fun response to the why questions in our household as well, because what I thought he was asking about, he was really asking about something totally different. So clarification uh-huh. <laughs> for those questions certainly has been been valuable. All right. Preschool and kindergarten. Uh, let's talk about kids at this age and what we can do to instill life values. All right. Well, at this age, I see a lot of kids really paying close attention to the opposite sex parent or the opposite sex adults in their lives. And they're really noticing relationships. And so they're, they're noticing, they are noticing the same-sex parent as well, but I see them kind of cluing into the other one as, as much as possible. And this helps them um, have ideas about relationships when they grow up. And so we do need to be careful what we're modeling with other adults. And that can be caregivers, it can be spouses, it can be grandparents, any of those relationships. And they're watching for cues to their identity and then cues to relationships with one another. So we do need to be careful that we're modeling something that we want them to replicate in the future. Um, The other thing I see them popping up um, right now when I teach in the library, I'm actually right next to a preschool class. So I hear a lot of their talking (laughs) and I hear a lot of that's not fair. Mm -hmm. And if there's anything that they perceive as an inequity um, they, they are sure to point it out. And so you can use that whole idea of things not being fair to point out how God values all the people like we talked about with the toddlers and say, um, you know, for example, that it's fair that God loves all people. And so we should love them all too, whether it's a tiny baby or an older person or somebody that maybe the student hasn't noticed. Um, that's a, an important life value too, that sometimes the people in our lives that we don't notice don't get recognized and we don't show them love as much as uh, God loves them. So that would be something to point out for them as well. And at that age, preschoolers and kindergartners noticing people and caring for them, they eat that up. They love that. They love to go and hug somebody who is not being noticed and and to start noticing people like that. um, it, It gives them a great activity to do and they love to do it. All right, elementary school age, so moving on beyond kindergarten. All right, elementary school age, um, for some people, this is kind of your your last chance before they start rebelling. Um, <laughs> it kind of depends, depends on the kid. I've seen some students who, late elementary, they're still very kind of compliant with the family mm-hmm. values and family rules, and some kids are already pushing those boundaries. Um, so you kind of have to watch them, but this is when I think you really need to lay that foundation for your family values and come out and say it. 
say, you know, our family always does this. And maybe it's something they don't always do. Our family doesn't watch violent movies. Or our family always goes to church together. And whatever you say then, obviously follow through on. Um, But our family always values our older relatives. And you might not even say that, but you'll show it when you have, um, we used to have holiday gatherings and we made sure to go pick up uh, the aunt who was in a nursing home so that she was with us at our family gatherings. Um, That shows the family value. You're following through on it. So at elementary age, um, you can show the family values and go ahead and say them so that they're very clear. In our household, that's one way that I I reiterate that with my son is uh, this is what Bates men do. This is what Bates boys do. Um, I like that. Especially when it comes to how we communicate with one another. This is how we talk to mommy or this is how we talk to our teacher. This is how Bates men talk. Uh, This is how we show respect to others. Um, We really try to, to, to reiterate that. Uh, and sometimes numerous times within an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know what? When they get older and they start seeing the discrepancy between your family values and other family values, mm-hmm. this becomes a good discussion to have, too. And you can say, I know that your best friend's family doesn't value this, but we do. And, and you come back to this and just keep pointing it out that we do value this. This is important to our family. All right. Uh, middle school. This is uh, where, as you said, they, they may start pushing uh, the envelope in elementary school age, but moving into middle school, that uh, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Yeah, and I still find I, some students still are very supportive of their family values, and some are really testing the boundaries. So if they are still um, following along with family values, please, please keep take, it, take advantage of that and really, really use that. Um, to the advantage of staying together and doing devotions together and doing activities together. I know this one um, mother and daughter team who go to the nursing home every month, and they've done this for years. It's a great experience for them. They are now coming to the point where the daughter is pushing against some of the family values, but they continue to do that together. So it's it's something that they can still agree on. Um, so the family values comes back at this point, and you can keep reiterating this is a family value even if if they're pushing against it it's still our family family value we still do this and then my encouragement is especially if they're they're kind of bucking the system um, to invite them to do things rather than push them so much Um, invite them to join you in bible study invite them to join you in devotions if they you know if you haven't done it up to this point expecting them to suddenly dive into bible study or devotions with you might be a little too much, mm-hmm. but inviting them to join you, inviting them to do things um, is going to make them feel more like they are making the decision. And as they're getting older, they they do need the power to make some decisions on their own. So I find that inviting even teens who don't want to come along, um, inviting them is less threatening, and sometimes they will come as well. Another thing I know that they like to do at this age is join clubs and to... Um, fight for social justice. Many of them do. And so you can also look at that and see, are there clubs? Is there a Lutherans for Life chapter that maybe you could join together? Um, Is there a way they could do something to help with suicide prevention in your uh, community? Or human trafficking is really big right now. And 
Um, is there something you could do together to fight against that? If they do crafts, could they make baby hats for a crisis pregnancy center? Could you visit nursing homes as a group? I mean, there's a lot of things they can do where it feels less threatening from you as a parent or as a teacher or as a grandparent. And um, if you invite them to come with you, they just might come along. And one opportunity to do that, to help uh, students express uh, what they believe, particularly about life issues, is the the annual essay contest. We have just uh, under a minute. I'd love to share that with our listeners today about the opportunity for students to participate in the essay contest this year. Yes, that would be great. I've been involved in that for a couple of years, and I found it very rewarding to have my students go through the process, even if they didn't win at the state or national level. But any student who is a member of a Lutheran church, uh, whether they're homeschooled, public schooled, or Lutheran schooled, can enter. And then any student who goes to a Lutheran school can enter. Um, If they want to do that, they should go to Lutheransforlife.org, go to the About tab, and find the state federation that covers their state. If there isn't one, then they should contact the Missouri representative, Diane Albers, and she will let them know what they need to do. But each state has different deadlines, so they should check with their state representative. Very good. Lutheransforlife.org is the place where you can find uh, the article that that Stephanie has shared or get a copy of LifeDate as well. You can find uh, LifeDate online at lutheransforlife.org. Stephanie, thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you so much. It was great. I'm Andy Bates. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.